All right, everybody. Thanks again for tuning in to KOVE 1330 AM, 107.7 FM, Community Connected. You're listening to Coffee Time. I'm your host, Vince Tropea, and we're in studio today with Riverton Mayor Tim Hancock, and we're going to start having regular chats with Mayor Hancock here on the show. We're really excited for it. Uh, he's going to kind of fill us in on uh, the Riverton City Council happenings, other things that are going on in Riverton that we're excited to talk about. And today, with it being the first time we're chatting with them, we're going to get to know them a little bit better. But before we dive into all of that, Mayor Hancock, how are we doing today? Doing well. Yeah, I'm liking that it's starting to warm up a little bit. Oh my gosh, you can you can say that again. This is uh, uh, two days now in a row of having dry road, rubber to pavement feels good. Oh yeah. I will tell you that I've been looking forward to this since I came into office. <laughs> and, and, you, know, you and me both, and I remember seeing you at the um, Riverton community event that they had at Bunks uh, a while ago. And, you know, it was a time for community to come up. They had a meet and greet with you as well. Right. And you're like, you know, come talk to me about anything except for snow plows, please. <laughs> and, of course, joking. It got a good laugh from everybody. But, yeah, we're all we're all ready for it. Yeah, and it's been a long time coming. I just found out the other day, I actually, uh, the uh, weather uh, National Weather Service put on their Facebook page a little bit about snowfall uh, in Riverton and Lander, and so I was asking, how does this compare in Riverton to years past? And they said at least for winter snowfall, this is the second most amount of snow that we've ever had in Riverton since they've started keeping records. It made me laugh because... I think we got 19 inches less than Lander did total. Wow. And Lander, so I think they had about 100 inches so far. And Lander, it was the 35th most amount of snow they've received. So clearly, Riverton, we're in the banana belt, and this is a little bit uncommon for us to get this much snow, but I'm glad to see some of it leaving. Glad to see, but no matter what, it's uh, rare. If it's regular all the time, this was, it's been a while since we've had anything this significant. I mean, I've been here for 13 years now, and I haven't seen anything like this. So right. yeah. we were we were all, we were all uh, hunkered down this winter, that's for sure. But uh, once again, just another reason why we're excited for you to be taking the time to come here, uh, talk chatting with us here at KOV at the station in uh, Lander. Um, before we talk about some of the things going on in Riverton, too, we'd love to just get a little bit of background information about yourself uh, for any of our listeners who don't know, because it used to be pretty uh, Lander-centric and everything on the show, but now we're broadening to all of Fremont County. And uh, just let folks know, how long have you been here? What do, what do you do for a living? So I actually grew up in Riverton. Um, I was born in Lander over at the old Bishop Randall Hospital. Okay. Uh, my family moved to Riverton when I was about, I think, five years old. I don't really remember very well. Uh, but lived in Riverton up until uh, I started going to school at uh, UW. Okay. And so went to school at CWC. I got a degree in music at CWC. Got wow. a degree in criminal justice from UW. Uh, I served as a missionary for two years in Japan. I came back, went back to UW, finished up a master's degree, and then a law degree. So after completing my law degree, I worked for a year for a judge over in Cheyenne. I was a law clerk. And uh, since uh, 2012, I've been employed at the Fremont County Attorney's Office working for Pat LeBrun for the last... Uh, let's see, two terms now. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, and uh, I work as a chief deputy Fremont County and prosecuting attorney. So that's generally speaking my full-time job. And then I also serve as the mayor of Riverton. And that was uh, very recent. That was just in the past election then. Uh, so how, how are you feeling in the new role in the position? Well, I was on the city council from 2016 to 2020. I guess technically from 2017 to 2021 mm -hmm. or 2020. 
but anyway, so it's it's familiar. You know, a lot of the people on the council I already served with. Uh, for example, Carla Borders was there before. Kyle Larson was there before. Mike Bailey was there before. And so uh, very familiar, I guess, is what I would say. But the role of being mayors, that's, of course, new. That's different. Right, right. Um, but having that familiarity is just, it's got to feel, it makes that uh, transition a little bit easier there for you. It definitely does. And, and um, I really appreciate the good help that we have from city staff. Uh, Kyle Butterfield is turning out to be an excellent city administrator, and I appreciate his hard work. And, and of course, our other senior staff do great work, and they really handle most of the day-to-day operations for Riverton. Now, you mentioned you're from the area. You're a Wyoming boy. Uh, how did, Were you set on coming back to Riverton and Fremont County uh, after you got your degree? Was that, was that always the goal? You know, I, I really enjoyed living down in Cheyenne um, and uh, might have stayed there, but for uh, the position coming up here, and it just really was uh, serendipitous that mm-hmm. it came up right when I was looking for a position. And so... Um, I wouldn't say it was always the plan, but when the occasion came up and the opportunity came up, it was definitely something that we jumped at and enjoyed to be here. And we've got, I'm married, I have six kids. Congrats. Um, uh, yeah, so, so you're very busy then between the job, the mayor, full-time family man, uh, church guard, like I said, you did a mission trip. Uh, yep. Wow. Yeah. So very busy, but I enjoy it and uh, spend as much time with my family as I can. And we love to be out doing community events together. My wife and I, my kids and I, any of it, probably going to enjoy going and doing the uh, Easter egg hunt this year for um, yep. uh, that they have going on with CDS and that sort of thing. So, yeah, just we stay busy and, and we love it. And I know I recently saw you at the uh, the Jackalope Jump uh, in Riverton, the uh, Special Olympics Jackalope Jump. Uh, they had a bunch of planned jumpers who had been raising funds and everything. It didn't seem like yours was as planned, was it? Or, or, or was it kind of supposed to seem like it wasn't and then you were going to be there? How, what was the story there? Well, I was planning on attending, uh-huh. no matter what. Because <laughs> uh-huh. you were in a full suit, too, when you jumped. I mean, you were in uh, not, not uh, diving gear, I'll put it That's that way. True. Well, and that was something that I thought would just be fun. Actually, the morning of, I uh, I was speaking about it with my wife, and I was like, you know, I we could jump if we wanted to. And uh, so that was not quite planned. It was a little <laughs> bit spur of the moment, but it was it was very fun. And and uh, so I, that was not what I was wearing is what I would typically be wearing to work or or when I'm at a city council meeting. But uh, I did adjust it a little bit. I had on. All the clothes I had were not, uh, they were not, um, they were all machine washable. So. Yes, quite. <laughs> but uh, just another example, though, of how, like, you, like you mentioned, uh, you, and your, you and your wife are out in the community, you're very involved. Uh, it's cool seeing you at those events. Like I said, the other one that the Wind River Visitors Council put on at Bunks as well. But uh, speaking of just community events and things going on in Riverton, um, one of the things we want to do for these uh, interviews now is just kind of uh, have you give us an update on what happened at this past week's uh, city council meeting and other things you've got going on in Riverton. So we've got a lot going on in Riverton. I, I mean, it, it's there's a lot of excitement, I think. There's a lot of, of efforts towards making Riverton better. We've got a lot of efforts towards trying to improve uh, the uh, economy in Riverton. Right now, there's been a lot of work towards a tourism feasibility study that's been going on with partnership with uh, Central Wyoming College, mm-hmm. as well as the Wind River Visitors Council and the Chamber. 
all of that's been uh, working towards trying to figure out what we can do in Fremont County and in Hot Springs County to improve tourism. And so there's a lot of uh, work going in that direction. Also, we have uh, you know some other, other exciting things going on. There's been efforts by the chamber to uh, try to get a Riverton Community Foundation going to be able to support uh, local nonprofits, uh, that sort of thing. They're talking about wanting to do a a soapbox derby uh, in conjunction with the rendezvous uh, balloon rally. Oh, wow. That'd be um, and just another thing that uh, gives uh, kids something to do and families something to do. Right. And I think some of what the idea behind it was, you know, you go to the balloon rally in the morning and then it's kind of like... You're up. You're awake. You got that energy. You're yeah. here. You have other things you could be doing with mm-hmm. your time. So I think that's definitely something that would be good if that does pan out. There has been some work going towards that. I'm not sure exactly where that falls right now, but... Uh, Part of the idea behind that was to help uh, have nonprofits work together to get funding that is is really uh, needed right now for their missions. Uh, the other thing that we have going on, of course, is that the chamber recently uh, was donated uh, the property uh, from the uh, the Heritage Center. So they now have taken over that property from the museum over there on the in South Federal. Oh, okay. And uh, so that's really exciting, uh, and they've been doing a lot of work that way. I think there's been a lot of efforts towards getting that southern approach to Riverton, just having more things there. And so that's a lot of what's been going on, and, and I'm sure I'm missing something, but that's what I've been talking about over the last couple of weeks and days. Definitely, uh, but just... And, and no matter what, things to be looking forward to, uh, things to be looking out on the horizon. Um, I know that recently, too, as well, you guys uh, just swore in the new police chief, correct? Yes, we just recently swore in our new police chief, which is exciting. Uh, Eric Hurtado uh, is taking over. Uh, uh, he's coming to us with a lot of different experience, having uh, headed up a couple of different departments, uh, one in California, one in Alaska most recently. And he's... Uh, He's very appreciated. I think he's got a good um, idea of what uh, he wants to do, and I think he's got uh, he's got the experience and the know-how to really um, really take over and, and and make our department better. I mean, we've got an excellent police department in Riverton, uh, but we always have room for improvement, and I think he'll be he's the right man for the job. So we've got him taking over. We just swore in a new dispatcher who's previously was a dispatcher, actually. Okay, that's what I thought. Is I thought I recognized that name when I saw the announcement. I was like, I know that name from before. Yes, yeah, Brandy uh, Ramage. She was a, a dispatcher previously, and we're very happy to have her back. It's it's actually funny. We have her back, and then uh, Cindy Harris mm-hmm. is back at the police department. Uh, she was formerly working there um, and I think was a dispatcher as well as an administrative assistant. And uh, she's back now working for with the vi- victim witness program. So getting the old crew back together with some new folks in there too. Yes. So excited for that. So that was something that we did at our last meeting, and then also, of course, recognized uh, interim chief uh, Romero, Wes Romero, mm-hmm. who's mm-hmm. staying on as captain. Really appreciate his hard work. He has done a lot uh, for the city of Riverton with a lot of different. Uh, with many years there. And you talk about another person that's just always out in the community, always involved as well. Yes, he does very well at getting out and being involved and talking with people. Anybody that, you know, when we have community members that want to speak to administration at the police department, for many years, Captain Romero has been very willing to engage with the public and does well at that. Also declared April as Child Abuse Prevention Month, which okay. is another uh, important thing that... Uh, 
we don't do we don't talk enough about right you know? right we we talk about these these tragedies and and child abuse that occurs to our our children and our community but we can talk more about ways that we can prevent that mm-hmm. you know in terms of how we're interacting with our children making sure that if you know as friends or family that if we're seeing something we're saying something uh, supporting parents i think is is essential in our community very often we have fathers mothers who are got a lot going on and they don't have the support they need. A hundred percent. And like I said, something needs to be talked about, especially after, I mean, I know we're, we're still getting out of it. It's almost uh, cliche to bring it up, but during the COVID times when everyone's locked up, people aren't working as much as they used to be They're They're homebound. A lot of more, more people are homebound right now and taking out that anger on the people that they're closest to. And it's, uh, you, there's been a huge rise in those numbers and it's not just here in Fremont County or here in Lander or Riverton. It's, it's everywhere. Yes. And it's, it's, it's important that we recognize uh, just the need to, if there's an issue, deal with it. If you're finding that as a parent, you're not having the patience that you need, or you're not being able to deal with your children in a way that you think is productive or conducive to their growth, find help. Mm -hmm. I mean, Mm -hmm. that's the first step is being able to say, I need help. And so being able to find those resources and having friends, family be able to help out is, is important. And that's partly what that uh, proclamation was all about. And I, I really enjoyed being able to, to give that proclamation. And I think uh, we need to talk more about that. I think that's essential. And please, yeah, anytime you're on the show, too, uh, if, if you ever have any of those resources or any of those groups reach out to you, let us know. And uh, we'll be more than happy to, to share the event info or get them on here as well to, to talk about anything that they're covering. Sure. Yeah. And I don't mind doing that at all. That, that works well. Um, so the next thing that we did is we actually had a second reading on a new um, process for excavation. Um, when we've had construction going on under roads or, or, or anything like that in the city of Riverton, um, we've not had our ordinance be very clear on and making sure that the right people are notified so that emergency services can be rerouted, mm-hmm. anything like that, making sure that there's um, the right people are told hey, there's some work going on here. You can't just be coming down this way. Right, exactly. We actually had some discussion about an incident where there was some work going on in in emergency services. I think an ambulance didn't know that and were trying to go through an area uh, that was really meant to be closed off. And so making sure that people are notified and and, and that's going on is the point of this this ordinance. So Mm -hmm. that passed on second reading. I think we'll have no problems going forward with that. The next thing that we had is we had the National Electric Code uh, 2023 um, revision that we had to adopt uh, for the city of Riverton. This really has a lot to do with um, being able to handle things locally. Okay. Our inspections for, for buildings, for electric, that sort of thing, are done by city of Riverton employees. Mm-hmm. And that's because uh, the state requires that the people that are doing the inspections are doing it in accordance with the most recent revision of the National Electric Code. So by having that adopted by the city, it allows us to be able to do the inspections that are necessary. Right, right. If we didn't do that, then we'd have two inspectors in the state 
for the whole state right. that work for the state that would have to come out and do the inspections. And you're talking about a much longer delay. Much longer delay. And then who knows if they can even get out there. Uh, and, and God forbid if it's ever some timely issue that we're going through. Right. And with us being able to handle that in-house, it really is a benefit to our citizens. Mm-hmm. And so um, when there is need, uh, that's, that's part of the whole reason that we have that adopted. Uh, the next thing uh, that we talked about was a new ordinance that we're discussing and passed on first reading, which is talking about the use of counterfeit currency. Yeah, I was actually, that was one thing that I wanted to bring, because I saw one of our um, reporters with County 10, Katie Rennick, uh, she is the does all the write-ups for the council meetings now. And uh, that one I thought was interesting, because I have seen in some of the arrest reports just instances of that. It's not uh, rampant or anything that I've seen, but uh, a, no- a number of times for it to be a pattern throughout Fremont County. It is, and it's... Um it's been happening more and more. Uh, you can go to some of the businesses around town and you can actually see. I just was in one the other day and they had displayed there, um, I think it was a $20 bill that had written on it very clearly for motion picture use only that somebody had tried to pass there and that they put there basically for their clerks or for others to see, we're not going to accept these bills. Right, right. And so what's been going on is people have been taking those, they've been going to our local merchants, they've been trying to pass them uh, wherever they're getting them from. And uh, the merchants, of course, when they're, they're very observant, they're trying to make sure that what they're accepting as legal tender have rejected it. And uh, what we've had is we've got, we've got different laws that can be used to prosecute these sort of situations. You could prosecute it under our current ordinance as an attempted theft, but it's a little bit of a square peg in a round hole. Mm -hmm. And it's the same thing under the state statute, which is, again, attempted theft. And it's a little bit difficult, too, to to meet those elements and be able to say, this is exactly what's going on. Right, right. I could see where that would get kind of confusing in in the litigation process. I mean, even just think about it. Does this look like an attempted theft if you're trying to pass a fake bill? It's a little bit, I mean, taking that to a jury or talking to people about it, it doesn't quite fit. It's like the loosest definition of the term. That right. It's, it's a stretch. Yeah. Right. So when we're dealing with those sorts of situations in the city of Riverton, we're trying to make it so that we've got more tools available in the municipal court for our city prosecutor to be able to say, this is what's going on. So having it be something that's just exactly the language is there in the ordinance, easy to be able to say, this is what's going on and prove it. Um, that's part of the whole point of it. Really what's interesting is, generally speaking, these kinds of cases, um, counterfeit cases, are taken by the Secret Service. And so it's a federal law. But generally speaking, the feds don't come to Wyoming all that often. Right, right. (laughs) (laughs) Let alone to Riverton. I mean, of course, we've got... We've got the FBI and that kind of thing with the uh, with the reservation here. But, but this isn't necessarily to, something that's going to be occupying their uh, priority uh, pile situation at the right. moment. Yeah. Right. So being able to, again, this it has to do with us being able to handle our own problems. We've got an issue. We're going to find solutions to it rather than just saying, hey, federal government, come in here and help us. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that's the point of that. And, and we got through uh, first reading there with a few changes, but I think it was a really good... Um, really good discussion. Uh, The next thing on the agenda was, of course, a consultant selection for a project that we've got going on that I'm very excited about. Um, When the uh, Willow Creek Elementary was built, 
uh, and major was extended out um, to allow for that road that goes down to Willow Creek, uh, it made it so that there's not sidewalks there. And oh, so, yeah, so this is the, the safe routes, correct? Correct. Okay. So when, when we've got kids going that are that are students over at Willow Creek, Willow Creek, I, my family's from Lander, and then there's Willow <laughs> Creek outside of Lander, which is the old homestead that I've had Hancocks live on for the last however many generations. Hey, I'm, right, I'm from Ohio. I'm Southern Ohio, so every once in a while I let out a warsh, you know, something <laughs> like that. <laughs> I believe you. So when I think of Willow Creek, that's what I'm thinking of. That's uh, totally. That's yeah, yeah. how we say it. But anyway, so Willow Creek uh, over there, uh, we've got. Uh, it makes it a little bit difficult for students to get down to school there. So being able to have a safe routes to school, uh, that's the whole point of a transportation. I think it's Transportation Alternatives Program, TAP grant. Okay. And so it's money from the state that's really meant to make it so that we have a, a route that people can take that's safe. And part of what we're wanting to do is, is, is look at that intersection there at the corner of um, Riverview and um, Major and be able to f- see if there's any changes that need to be made there, as well as making sure that we have sidewalk and that sort of thing getting to Willow Creek. So that's the whole point of the project. And we we came in and discussed, and they had actually looked at all the written materials from different uh, engineering firms who could be the consultants on this. Mm-hmm. And they were all within a very tight um, range. And so because they were all so tight, we said, why don't you take the top three, let's go to the second stage of this uh, process and actually interview uh, these uh, folks that wanted to be consultants for this. So they went back, they did the interviews, and then uh, we had, of course, one that rose to the top uh, more than before, and so that's the one that we selected. Amazing. And so what's the timeline for this? This is very early then because this very you literally early. just chose uh, who's going to be doing it. But um, uh, I'm sure the, the next thing will be planning and design stages or something. Right. We're very early in the process. So we're looking at this definitely not going to be something that's done this year. Gotcha. But we are looking forward to being able to get this going as soon as we can. And that's just got to be exciting to have uh, a consultant that you're excited about and seems like they're excited about it as well. Right. Well, and I think the lesson here really is that we have many very qualified firms in the city of Riverton and Fremont County that had stepped in and said, hey, we'd be willing to do this. And it made the decision hard. And that's what we want. It's the best kind of hard decision to have. It's a good, it's the good, tough call. Yep. And so that's that's why we had to go back and take a second look at it. And, and we really appreciate staff being willing to do that. And and uh, I feel very confident in their decision. So but anyway, that was really what we did at our at our last meeting. Um, we've got, of course, coming up other things. Um, the ordinances are going to have to have their next reading. Exactly, exactly. To, to be passed. So, I mean, if these are things that there's folks out there that are listening, that are interested in and want to chime in on, feel free. That's the whole point of having three readings for ordinances. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's what we've been up to in Riverton lately. Well, Mayor Hancock, we just appreciate you coming in, and I'm looking forward to the rest of these interviews, uh, uh, staying, staying more in touch uh, on the radio end of things with what's going on in Riverton. It sounds like there's a lot of exciting things, and I'm sure I'll be seeing you at some of the uh, community events we've got coming up. Yep, you'll see me there, and I might be chasing around kids or something like that, but... <laughs> Doing a little bit of both probably each time. <laughs> yeah, it's... <laughs> 
It's difficult. Uh, we actually, my wife and I really enjoy getting to uh, fundraisers and that kind of thing going on in the community. And and we were at the Barn Bash, for example, and, and had brought my wife and I think we had some of our, our kids there too. And I felt bad because she was, for the most part, <laughs> there at the table with the kids and I'm out talking to people. So trying to do better at when we're at that, focusing more on the uh, on the kids as much as I can so she's not feeling like she's got to run after kids. Well, it, it, it put in that effort, but I think she knows what's going on with, with the, uh, the the game. That's the name of the game. And like I said, I saw you at the uh, the Bunks event uh, talking to people with a kid wrangled on your arm. So yep. I, th- I think you're doing a good job of uh, multitasking there. <laughs> I do my best. <laughs> well, Mayor, once again, thanks for stopping by today. We really do appreciate it. Yeah, thank you, Vince. And I look forward to being back as do i we're gonna go and take a quick commercial break when we come back more coffee time after a quick word from our sponsors